on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Um, it goes hand in hand, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a lot of mental health issues is it, a risk factor and it causes chronic physical conditions, really. When you, when you work out and then you have a, it, it's mental and working out at the same time because a lot of people, when they're depressed, it's because maybe because they gained too much weight. And all that ties into you working out. So if you took the time to start eating healthy and getting your life together mm-hmm. and, and working out and seeing your body change, it helps with that depression. Mm-hmm. Because when I was depressed, the reason I came back to the gym to start teaching was because that saved my life. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on ladies' night, focusing on self-care for black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. Hello, everyone. This is a good show tonight. I'm very excited. Tonight, we are going to talk about mental health and fitness. All right. A lot of people who will be listening tonight, a lot, several have been in my fitness world. We've come in contact with each other. So now I'm going to bring one of my fitness sisters on and we're going to talk. We're going to have a nice, light, airy discussion about mental health and fitness and the correlation. But before I do that, let me play this intro. For the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure, you got to love a black girl getting a shift together, black girls are getting a shift together, these black girls getting a shift together, man, these black girls are getting a shift together, these black girls getting a shift together, dog. Oh yeah, welcome to the ladies, you know what I'm saying? 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. <laughs> I see you, honey. I Welcome to another episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. My name is Ursula B, and I'm just a black girl trying to get her shift together. I want you to get your shift together as well. But before we get started, whenever you come on in here, please hit the like button, because when you do that, it's almost like coming into a room and you turn on the light switch on. We need to do this in the light. So just hit that like button. Make sure you comment, share with two of your best friends would be great. Say hello in the chat. Please share it. More importantly, anyone who is listening on the audio podcast, please give your girl a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. It really helps the algorithms and it helps. I know you all are listening because I see the analytics. So it really pushes my podcast out there as well into the global universe because your girl is global. 85 countries, excuse me. Yes. 85 countries around this entire planet. So let's try to make it to 90. All right. So tonight we are going to talk about mental health and fitness. I'm going to share some tidbits that some of you probably did not know about me, but my fitness sisters, they do know. So we're going to share a bunch of just topics and tips. This is what we do at the gym anyway, but we're going to bring it to the airwaves. So right now I'm going to bring these beautiful sisters out of the green room. We have our first one, Miss Mia Green. Hello. How are you, beautiful? I am well. How are you? I am so well. Uh, let's bring out, we have M and M on tonight. So we're going to bring the other M out. <laughs> All right. Let's bring Miss Monica out of the waiting room. Oh, there she is. Hello, hello. Hey, Mia. Hi, Monica. I haven't met you before, but nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And thank <laughs> you, Ursula. Hey, honey, how are you? I, excellent, thank you. Thank so you. So this is that. good. I see where you are. I'm loving it. I see it. <laughs> I see it. Okay, so let's get started. So I want to share with everyone a little tidbit that Eminem already knows because this is how we met. But in a prior life, I used to teach water aerobics and spin classes. And I was going to the gym all the time and I would play racquetball for about 25 hours before my classes and then I would jump on the bike. And that's how it was. So I met these beautiful ladies because they used to take my spin class. Yeah, they used to take my spin class. And black girls getting their shift together, it's all about growth. So right. in that growth, Monica, she has started her own gym, her mm -hmm. own facility. And um, Mia is also, she was already an instructor. I never took her classes because I don't know how to dance like that. But Mia, <laughs> Zumba and spin and the boot camp, all, all of that. They do they do everything. But I will stop talking about it. And I'll let you all uh, talk about So, Mia. Yes. Monica, how'd you like my spin classes? Oh, <laughs> love classes. <laughs> People are asking for you to come back. Absolutely. Yes. Where's Ursula? 
<laughs> that's what they were saying. That's, that's hilarious. Yes. Really? All the time. Yes. I, I may come time. back. I think it's time for you to, to have a it comeback. Is. It is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's time. I, I may do a pop-up class. I don't want to commit to that schedule all the time, but yeah. I really have been thinking about doing a pop-up class. And matter of fact, this is my first time talking about it, but that would be awesome. That would be. Yeah. Do the Sunday class at Stone Mountain. Oh, no, girl. Yes. You know, I'm thinking bigger than that. You been to my parties? <laughs> okay. <Come on. laughs> We're not talking about it. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be bigger than okay. Yeah, coming. Nothing's wrong with the Sunday, but yeah, I'm thinking yes. huge. So it's been in my. You know how I do these events. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Well, Mia, talk about you. How did you get into fitness, the fitness world? Oh my gosh, um, I got in fitness fitness world about 25 years ago, um, after I had my first son, Roberto. I went to, I used to go to the other gym right across the street. Uh, what was that called? That's when I met you. You used to do. I won't say a name because they're not paying me for an uh, so. Well, that's uh, when. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it but real. they're no longer. The, the gym is closed down. Oh, that's you know, right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Kevin used to be the instructor, the dance instructor. He was the person that started me with my. In, um, fitness instructing. Really? Yes, Kevin. Yes. I didn't know that. You think you know someone's fitness? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. That makes sense because Kevin had that. Oof, oh my God. That room. Kevin was amazing. Does he still teach? Yes, but I think he teaches on the other side of town. Really? Mm -hmm. Yes. I didn't know that. That's impressive. So that was my journey. That's my, that that was the beginning of the life in fitness. Really, and I've been doing it ever since. So, what was the first? Um, damn, you can tell I've been out of it a while. What, <laughs> what was the first type of fitness class? Um, was it the Zumba or was it? It the was spin? definitely Zumba. Zumba is where I made my platform because that's where everybody knew me. Everybody knew me for Zumba and um, it just grew bigger and bigger. I mean, classes were over a hundred people in the class where people were outside the door fighting for space. And then I, of course, you know, I became the AD for uh, LA Fitness and right. <laughs> That's right. So Mia was my boss at one time. That's right. I just remembered that. Yes. Wow. That was a So I did that for about a couple of years, of course. And then, of course, the, the pandemic happened. And of course, all of us got laid off, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I just didn't want to come back. And at that time, my mother passed away. And that's when I kind of just. Yeah flat line you know nobody didn't know where I was they didn't like where's Mia I just didn't want to be involved with anything mm. that was the time of my life when I became depressed yes yeah Ooh, don't I know about that yeah so yeah well sorry about your mom now that you say mm -hmm. it I do remember remember now yeah yeah in a converse text conversation we had yeah wow so I will share a story with you. So when, so people who do not know, I was an avid racquetball player, mm -hmm. um, but I quit when I stopped teaching because of, I can't say the C word, 
but the virus right that came and so but when i was playing the room that was next to the room where the court that was next to the aerobics room, aerobics room yeah yes where mia was teaching <laughs> mia is right there would be people lined up because they would be in the way of us sitting down waiting for our next racquetball game <laughs> Mia would start, the music was thumping. <laughs> you could feel it. Boom, boom. Yeah, good. And I would go in and I would watch Mia get it up. And there were literally about 100 plus people in that big room. And it's like, you know what I noticed about us? It's like we are not the same people when we teach. We're okay. not. We're not. We're yeah. Not. Oh, Monica, I'm about to get into you in a second. Because Monica does not mind. Knocking on people's <laughs> doors at eight, excuse me, at three thirty-six in the eight morning. Eight Monica. <laughs> Honey, I will show up. I mean, I've shown up in people's driveways. She's not what? joking. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm that. I'm that trainer. Are you that? <laughs> and she's not joking. No. Oh my God. No. So yeah, no. let's shift to you, uh, Moni Love. So how did you get into the fitness world? Well, my fitness world journey started after I had my first daughter. So I would have to say about 28 years ago. I didn't um, know I, that. Yeah. Yeah. It actually, and actually probably nobody really knows this because I've never actually talked about it, but I thought that this was a good time to talk about it because um, it's pretty prevalent with a lot of women, but I suffered from postpartum depression. Mm. I had, I wouldn't say it was severe, but it was pretty moderate to the fact that I couldn't talk to you eye to eye. Um, I felt overweight. I gained 80 pounds with my pregnancy and she weighed six pounds. Oh, and wow. at the hospital, I took those 80 pounds <laughs> back home with me. Really? I was toxemic, preeclampsia, blah, 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 blah. And wait, um, I don't have I don't have kids. Tell me what the pre I've heard of it, but I don't know exactly. Well, the preeclampsia is why you're pregnant. You have the high blood pressure, oh, you yeah. have the inflammation, you have all this. And actually, my uh Brianna was a um emergency C section because my oh. blood pressure was so high, wow. it was 220 over 110. Oh my God. Yeah. So they called the neurosurgeon. Yeah, that's stroke. They call yeah, yeah. So we went in and they had to get her out. And they told my husband at that time, he said they told him that she's probably gonna have a stroke with the oh delivery. My God. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't good at all. It wasn't good at all. Yeah. Um but after that, and you know, coming from a size six and going straight to a 16 and post-pregnancy, three months post, I'm still a size 16. Um, I went into a, I would say moderate, you know, moderate type depression to where right. I would stay in the bed and I would cry right. all day. And, and it was, I used to be able to do this and I used to be right. able to do that. Um, and I, I really sunk into a deep hole. Um, I worked out, but not, not with intention, put it that way, you know? Yeah. Um, and then my, my husband, my husband, I was laid across the bed and the baby was right there. And he was like, the weight's not going to do anything with you laying on the bed crying. Ooh, <laughs> look at her face. <laughs> you said, like, and why not? <laughs> right. said, and I think for him, it was like, what you going to do about it? You can cry all day. What you going to do about it? 
you know, back then we didn't go to the doctor for the postpartum depression and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, and I probably would, couldn't have said back then it was postpartum depression. But as I look back, you know, that's that's exactly what it was. It was, and, yeah. Um, and I wasn't a runner at all. Uh, I didn't have a lot of time because I worked full time and I had a brand new baby. Uh, so I just used to walk the neighborhood. So my walking became running. Then my run in the neighborhood became running Stone Mountain. And then I signed up for the Peachtree Road Race. Nice. Yeah. So I just kept okay. on, and on and then I went to, <laughs> went to, I would run Stone Mountain. Then I would go to LA Fitness. I would go to LA, you know, I mean, it kept on and on. Then yeah. I would have one running partner. Then I have another running partner. Until I had one running partner that uh, who decided she wanted to work out with me, and she did. So we would go to LA Fitness and we would work out together. And then I just started posting our workouts, mm-hmm. and then that led to my best friend Francis calling. Francis, he called and she was like, "No, Jennifer called first. You remember Jennifer? Jen Jennifer? J. Yeah, uh-huh. J- Jennifer Johnson called." And she said, well, hey, can I work out with you guys? And I was like, sure. She came. Then that's when Francis called. She was like, well, can I work out with you guys? And I was like, why not? And so then it was like I had to make a commitment to train them, you know. Mm -hmm. So once I made that commitment and we just started posting it and then I start getting all these inboxes like, hey, I see you training now. Now, mind you, between that point, having Brianna, it's been years, you know, because I worked out for years by myself. Um, and I, the other trainers that I would have, they mm-hmm. all told me that you should be a trainer. You have that type of motor engine. You have what mm-hmm. it takes. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I got this and I got that and I can't do it. And I can't do it. And one day I said, they, we had a, we did three months. We did it. We were done. And we all went out to eat to celebrate. We did three months and they looked amazing. Mm. Uh, and Jennifer slapped her money down. She said, I'm signing up for three more months. And <laughs> what happened, a friend um, was opening the gym and, and he said, hey, you can have this space because I had all these people calling me. And uh-huh. that's, that's how I started. I started, I didn't have a name. I just, okay. I was no name. It was just, y'all just come work out with me. <laughs> that's how it started. Interesting. That's a good story. Mm-hmm. It is. That's exactly. So at what point did you and I meet then when the spin classes? So let's see. Uh, that was part of part of me working out because I remember bringing um, Tara to, to remember it was me, Tara and Jennifer. So that's that was the all beginning. Right. That was way before. Um, yeah, I have a picture with all of us together. Um, me? That was, yeah, that was before I even thought about it. <laughs> opening my own gym. I was just training them. So yeah, I took your spin class when I wasn't a trainer. I was just, you know, these were just three girlfriends working out. In the front row, killing it. And Mia would be in the fourth row by the mirror. That's funny. I'll forget people's names, but I can, I know exactly where they sit all the time within the three bike radius. By the mirror. Right by the mirror. She put that scarf on her head. Boom. And Monica comes in. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> ready. 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 Okay. So this is good. You know what? I want to go back to how we all change when we instruct, when we are leading the class. <laughs> I mean, have you heard that before? Oh, absolutely. I oh, know. My voice changes. 
Oh yeah. Yes. My voice changed. <laughs> so for people who do not know, Monica used to be my trainer as well. Yes, when she w was established and I would go to her facility and um, yeah, your voice does change. And, and we did the outside. Remember we went to Stone Mountain? We used to meet at Stone Mountain? That's yes, <laughs> that's right. We would be out. Oh my God. That's right. I think I said about 80 million curse words. Not at Monica, but that was just my release. <laughs> right. Just, yeah. And that's just, okay. And that's what it's for. That's what it's for, for that release. Yeah. Why that's not? What, Exactly. Now, uh, Mia, you definitely changed. Mia, <laughs> oh my God. And she yells so loud. We would hear you in the racquetball court. It's the squeaky voice. The voice goes up really high. And loud. <laughs> but you it was the mic. It was the microphone. Um, I, look, we've all been around other instructors. Not to bash anyone, but some people talk a little lower <laughs> um, and then some people are just hype and i believe we we are definitely part of a hype crew oh yeah we were hype totally yeah, hype. for right. sure so uh, has oh hey christian smith oh mom hey baby <laughs> that's my baby boy oh that's too kind tell him to hit the like button please hit the like <laughs> button christian yeah, come on, Christian. So, <laughs> so moving forward. So, um, do you feel that the exercise and the movement help? Because both of you had talked about different um, levels of depression, but let's keep it real. You know, depression is depression, whichever level. But I've even had it as well. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that physical fitness has helped with it? Even oh, with absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Why do you say that, Mia? Yes. Um, it goes hand in hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, basically, a lot of mental health issues is it, a risk factor and it causes chronic physical conditions, really. When you when you work out and you have a, it, it's mental and working out at the same time, because a lot of people, when they're depressed, it's because maybe because they gained too much weight. And all that ties into you working out. So if you took the time to start eating healthy and getting your life together mm -hmm. and, and working out and seeing your body change, it helps with that depression. Because mm -hmm. when I was depressed, the reason I came back to the gym to start teaching was because that saved my life. Because if I didn't, really? yeah, if I didn't, I would, I don't know where I would have been today because I literally laid in the bed. My kids were like, mom, come on, let's go run. Or mom, let's go to the mountain. And I was like, no, I don't want to do anything. And mm. nobody, because like you said, the gym and me, it's like night and day because I'm very personal. Yeah. Well, people don't know what I go through on my personal life. But when I get to the gym, I have a smile on my face and you will never know what's going on with me when I walk out that door. Okay. So it, it really saved my life. That is so insightful. I, I want to piggyback on that. What about you, Monica? Well, here's the thing. You know, there's much research about stress, depression, anxiety, and fitness. Mm -hmm. So 
when we start getting into hormones and then, you know, especially, you know, when we're getting into the 40s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and we having all these hormones and things that are happening, then we have life and we have stress. Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing that can help with those different hormones, especially if we're talking about cortisol, is fitness. Right. You know, they say it's a natural cannabis. It's a brain natural cannabis. Ah. It creates that hormone. I think it's uh, endocannabinous is what it's called. And it creates that hormone that helps with the depression. So just like we and we and, and in here, we talk about it all the time that some people who go and stay away from the gym a long time and they come back, they'll tell you, I need this. But it's mm-hmm. not that they, they need it they actually need it because it is a physical process that happens, you know, the stress level, the cortisol right. that's building up, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And, and it ties all, up from here. It ties it all in. It, it it's, is. It's all tied in. There's, there's, there's research that says, it the does. Yes. Exercise, you know, the, right. better you're, the better you can handle stress. Stress doesn't go away but the better you can handle it. stress. That's correct. I love that. I, so my therapist used to tell me that because I would come in, I just don't want to be stressed anymore. And she said, Erse, you are going to be stressed because life is going to life, life, yeah. life be life in, but it's how you handle it. It's the coping mechanisms that you use. So, right. um, it, and this isn't a dig to anyone, but, we could choose what we want for a coping mechanism. Absolutely. We can eat. I've done that. Um, having cocktails, but I'm talking about like the excessive part. Um, of course, the rug use. Can't say that word, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> because YouTube is so funny, they will strike you in a minute. That's why you see me dodging like certain work. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But my point being is that. Uh, physical health is also a coping technique. But what I really love, first of all, thank you both for being so transparent about the mental health journey because I'm going to keep it real. A lot of black women like us, a lot of us, we know how to put a mask on Mm -hmm. and it is easier because I've done it for decades just to come in and, "Ah," but you're right. Like Mia, like you said, when we get home, it could be totally different and life is truly life in. Um, thank God we did have those tools to go to the gym because not only did we go, but it was fun or it right. is fun, but we had fun together. Just yes. the different groups of us. Yes. But, um, I'm really grateful that you both can be so transparent. And I really feel that other women need to see that so that they know it does have a face and, and it's okay to be human. Exactly. It happens, you know, it It happens. So, um, okay. I'm going to read a comment on, oh, I know. So Quita, I believe this is Quita. She's changed the name of her channel. I'm catching up watching at two times the speed since I joined late. And wow, you ladies have been getting your shifts together in the (laughs) face. So I'm actually glad she came on because she is a natural, she's a chef. Um, she cooks, she's a vegan. Ah. So 
can we talk about, I know you all are with the fitness part. Can you talk about the nutrition and mental health, how they go together, not mental health, nutrition and physical fitness and how they can go together? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, eating clean is the key. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's people make it so hard. They, they try to make fitness so hard, but it's really so simple. You eat less, you burn more calories, you're going to lose weight, period. That's as simple as it is. Yeah. It is that. So you just got to eat healthy. You got to stay away from pork and um, a lot of pasta, stuff like that. But you got to try to eat the things that are good for your body. And mm -hmm. I, um, that's where you need to get with the nutrition, a nutritionist. To find out, even personal trainers, we're supposed to know that as well. But we so focus, we get so focused on the workouts and what they need to do to get this body or to get that body. We kind of just tell them, okay, eat clean. But we got to make sure they know what to eat because a lot of people don't even know what to eat. That's true. That's true. That is very true. Anything you want to add to that, Monica? What? Uh, yes, I do. Well, and so here's the thing. Here's the thing to me with fitness. It's not... It's not just the exercise, it's not just the nutrition, it's the hydration and it's the rest. So mm -hmm. when you're dealing yes. with mental illness, you yes. know, and you're trying, you know, you're like, okay, I'm gonna go to the gym. You can't just go to the gym and not eat right. You can't mm -hmm. just go to the gym. Cause I have plenty of clients say, I eat right. I eat right, I exercise, I eat right. And I'll say, well, what time do you go to bed? Oh, I go to bed yes. at 12 o'clock. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is why I can never make. I said, Monica, I'm a trainer and I can't go to sleep half of the time myself. Right. right. Like, but see, but, but then they, you, but I, you, you know, I they'll it. come back and say, but things aren't happening the way that they should. You got right. to balance those four things. Yes. Because once you take the stress level, down, because remember those four things, that's all that's going to, that's what's going to help you with the stress level. If right. the stress level stays up here, your cortisol level is going to stay up here. Right. If your cortisol level stays up here, you're going to start gaining all this weight. And guess where that weight goes? Right to that stomach area. So, mm -hmm. so coach, I'm eating right. I'm coming to the classes. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking my water. Mm -hmm. But I go to bed at two o'clock in the morning and I'm in your class at six. Right. Woo. Your body has to have time to rest. It does. Your mind has to have time to rest. If not, cortisol level stays up here. Yeah. And, and you're, it's like that little rat in that thing. You're just doing this. You're just spinning that wheel and you're not going anywhere. So nutrition is definitely important. Nutrition is 80% of the fitness thing. When people call me and they want to come, you know, come to the gym, it's like, okay, so, so tell me about your eating habits. Right. You know? And we go, we go through that. If I see that they're not even willing to change, then, you know, now this is in Ursula, you know me, I know everybody's not for me and I'm not for everybody. Right. So if I know that you're not even in a mindset that you're willing to change your eating. And let me tell you, once you start hitting menopause area, that eating gets real tight. Mm -hmm. Everything counts. Everything counts. Now, does that mean I can't have a piece of cake? Of course you can. Mm -hmm. Of course you can. But you can't miss the gym for a whole week the next week and expect mm -hmm. you to be like, oh, I got on the scale and it's not doing what I want it to do. 
what are you doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Or I'll make them write down, what are you, what are you eating? What are you eating? But I always, I can always get them. If I need to get them, I can get them with the sleep thing. Because oh, yeah. our mind is just going so fast and we got so much going on that we don't know how to tone it down and how to rest. And I'm glad you said that. Now, I'm going to speak from my personal experience that um, I did not know until I went to the doctor that I had anxiety. So some mm-hmm. of us don't know how to calm it down. I mean, it's like you said, that hamster wheel, it goes, goes, goes. But I'm mentioning this because it's. I feel that it's good to be transparent with your doctors because mm-hmm. that could be the thing when they say, hey, my trainer said that I need to get rest. And everyone knows you rest is essential. It's, no it, is, right. what, it is. It is. You know, and so by you telling your clients that they can mention that to their doctors. And then here we go. Right. right. But remember, rest is where the muscle is built. You mm. tear it down in the gym. It builds up in the rest. You give it the protein, you give it everything it needs, that it has everything it needs. Now I need your body to rest so I can build it up. Right, right. Have um, any, well, don't mention names or, or give specifics, but have any of your clients or people that has taken your classes um, say, you know, I just feel down, you know, or. Oh, we, we go through it all the time. All the say, time. Really? Yeah, all the time. And if you're in tune, that's when God gave me the vision to open this particular, this gym, um, I knew it was going to be different. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be popular, popular. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I never wanted a class so big that I can't see everybody. So you my said that to me. Yep, I do remember several times. that. I, and I tell anybody that I need to be able to see you because I see you. So I'm able that when they leave, I can text and go, what's going on? You know, are you okay? I don't, and, and believe me, I don't have to know what's going on because I have to protect me too. Um, but I will say, I will make note that I know, you know, I know you were off a little day today. Are you okay? That's all I need to know. If you say you're good, we good. You know, if not, then, you know, if I can help, I will, or I can direct you to someone who can. Right, you know, right. Or sometimes we just need to be made aware that someone else sees that there's a problem. Mm, we don't have right. to solve, but and a, and a lot of times, aware. a lot of times, your clients when they feel comfortable with you, they will tell you everything you need to know. Everybody, they absolutely. will talk because they they're so comfortable talking to you, and they feel that trust with you. Absolutely. They'll tell you things where you're saying in your head, okay. Maybe you need to talk to somebody because they're displaying depression in their lives. And that's where you have to be like, well, hey, sis, you know, have you thought about talking to somebody? I have actually said that to someone before. Have you really? I would say it in a minute. Excellent. I would restock. Yes, I have. Really? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's amazing. Training. I mean, there's a there's there's more to training than what people think. You know, (laughs) isn't it? I mean, it is because you take on a lot. My husband used to tell me all the time, turn your phone off. 
because at some point, Mia, we have to protect ourselves, right? Exactly. So, you know, so most of my clients know after 8.30, I probably will not get your message until the next morning, you That's know, right. because at some point, I have to tone it down too. Yes. And I got to rest. Exactly. So, so yeah, but they know if they need me, I'm there, you know, right. and you know how I do them. Uh, can yeah. I tell everybody how you did me? <laughs> okay. So I don't know why I had to go to Monica's house. I, I, and that is besides the point, but I had to go to Monica's house and, um, Monica was sitting on her, her porch looking all cute in her little rocking chair or the bench, whatever it was. And we were talking and talking and talking. It was a good conversation. And for people who do not know, Monica is a very early morning person. Like it's here. in my mind, it's freaking ridiculous. Cause I I'm like me, I stay up late. <laughs> I, I, it, it is what it is. It but, is what it is. <laughs> But Monica ate something and it was in the summertime. So it could have been like now how it looks. And I do remember dusk was coming. And then her husband came out and he was like, so dinner's ready. You know, (laughs) come on, babe. You know, he was real nice about it, but it was a boundary because we could have kept talking. Monica and I, we are talkers. We could just go. And we did. But I'm mentioning this is because when I hear you all talk about, okay, well, I need to stop for a moment. I hear healthy boundaries. Yeah. I always say he protects me from me because I keep going. That's good. Yeah, he does. He protects me from me. Shut it down. Give me that phone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Well, um, Mia, you have a hello. Hello. Hi, Marsha. <laughs> I love that woman right there. And you know, I was at work. This was back in April. I'm good with faces. Names, I'm not. But for some reason, I always remembered her name and she walked by me. I said, Hey, Marsha Bohannon. <laughs> she turned around and looked. I don't know if she didn't recognize me or what. She is a beautiful soul. Beautiful yeah. soul. She is nice, mm-hmm. very nice. So yeah, so Mia, how do you hold your boundaries? Ugh. Um, <laughs> that was a problem for me because why do you say my that? Heart, because I have such a big heart, and mm-hmm. with me, fitness, I, I'm a helper and I'm a giver. So when people come to me and I see that they need help, I'm gonna go 100 to make sure that they get what they need. I don't care if it's late at night, they can call me and talk to me if they feeling down. Like I said, there's some people that I know personal stuff about and their relationships that they just needed to talk to someone. I I actually open up myself just to take those calls. Um, So, but then, like you said, you have to cut, you have to have boundaries. And I think after my, going through my depression is mm-hmm. when I started to cut everything. Really? Yeah. But before I can this, see that, why you would do that. Yes. Yeah. And I think you have to get to that point because I was the same way. It was like, yeah. you know, you're trying to spread yourself and you're trying to do this and you're trying to do this, you know, for everybody. Yeah, everybody. But, then, but you come to a plateau and you go. Yeah. All right. Yes. 
Exactly. So I can mention this story because it happened probably over 15 years ago. So I know nobody knows this person, but, and I was, I wasn't teaching spin, so I can leave it like that. And after class, this person will come up and like you said, how they share, but I don't think there's a problem with sharing. Mm -hmm. However, I do feel there is an issue with oversharing. Mm-hmm. And this person was oversharing, but I didn't know the language to uh, have boundaries at mm-hmm. all. And the things that this individual would tell me, but hell, I wasn't even going to see a therapist. But now in <laughs> retrospect, listening to you all, you know, but I'm fresh <laughs> learning um, to teach. I just didn't know. Like, you know what? Now, while y'all are talking, I'm thinking, damn, I probably should have told her that because. Um, I felt like now looking back, it was more of a, nothing's wrong with venting, but it's like, okay, so this is extremely traumatic, extremely traumatic. So what are you going to do? Are you going to keep talking about it or do something about it? Right. And I mean, I wasn't doing anything about my stuff either. So mm, there you go. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's always easy to to tell somebody Um, else what to do. Love you too. You know, <laughs> what'd you say, Monica? I say it's always easy to tell someone else what to do, like training. I, oh, I, yeah, I can train all day long. It's like, okay, we can, tell, Monica, like, Monica, we can tell them all day, girl. <laughs> 10 more, <laughs> two, 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 two. <laughs> right, right, yeah, me, mm. yeah. So, let's shift to when we talk about or talk to our clients or people who've taken our classes, have you seen any metamorphosis with any people that you know who have combined, uh, excuse me, how their physical health from going to your classes has led them to improve mental health? Absolutely. Go ahead, Mia. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. um, I actually was speaking to a young lady in my kickboxing class. And she kind of was telling me some stuff personal. She was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I've lost about 10 pounds when I started coming to kickboxing class. And she said, I was really going through a depression and it changed, your class changed my life because now I'm back in the gym, I'm getting healthier again. And this is just passed over the past month. Really? Yeah. She comes to my kickboxing class. That is Doesn't so that just make it worth it? And that I have another. It, it, it does. It's yeah. so rewarding. And right. that's what people don't understand as what we do. We don't know. We change one life at a time every day. Mm-hmm. And we may not know it because they may not come and say it to us, but that's what we're doing. That's our job. And people take our jobs so lightly. And then if you don't show up for class, they're mad. Oh, why she didn't show up? Or she, I'm like, are you serious? But if you realize what we have to do to prepare to teach a class or to train you the knowledge that we need to know in order to tell you what to do, then I think a lot of people would think different about what we do. And teaching, instructing, but also making sure that they do not injure themselves. Exactly. Oh, yeah putting a playlist together, <laughs> listening to music, staying on beat, staying counting, up 
motivating, <laughs> calling people out because you know I'll do it. I mean, I come know. on, it's a lot. It's a um, lot. Before we go any further, I see people are tuning in. People right now, can you just hit that subscribe button? Again, to hit that subscribe button is like saying, you know what, ladies, you are doing a great job on this live right now. I'm really enjoying Monica and Mia. So just, you know, hit that subscribe button. I would appreciate it. So, Ursula, to go back to one of the things that you just asked about, yeah. um, one of the ladies in the gym, and actually we talked about this today, and she gave me permission to even talk about it, um, actually lost her husband about three weeks ago, mm -hmm. um, two to three weeks ago. Um, uh, and if you look at my Facebook page, you know, she's always tagging me on things. So and she's a mental health um, advocate because she suffers with anxiety and depression. So mm. one of the main reasons for coming to the gym is because because she comes to the gym, it's easily managed, right? And even, you know, you can even lower your medication. Sometimes sometimes people can get off their medication, their depression, anxiety medication. But she actually, you know, same thing with her. So knowing that her husband was ill, uh, it was more important for her to come to the gym. And when her husband passed away, and I put it on my Facebook page, it didn't surprise me that she came to the gym the next day. Actually, she was at the gym that morning when she found out she <gasps> left. She was at the gym uh, the next day because she wanted me to say she needed the gym now more than ever. Wow. And most people didn't understand that because, you know, they're seeing her post in her gym pictures, but her gym was part of her medication. That's right. That you know what I'm saying? Beautiful. So, and, she, and she wanted me to let, you know, people see grieving all different ways and how to deal with it. But this is the way she's dealing with it because, you know, um, his funerals is, is coming up. And she was here today, you know, mm. so loved on her when she came through the door. Everybody embraced her. We loved on her. Um for about three minutes and i said okay three minutes up she crossed that threshold she ready to work and we were we had to start working out because i know she didn't come to the gym to get hugs you know and she didn't want anybody to feel bad for her mm -hmm. she really needed to be in a place so sometimes the gym is that place for people it is. it's that's a place a of, of peace you know even though and that's why when i did this I had to make sure the colors were bright. I didn't want black and red. I wanted something that was calming. I wanted something that was pretty and I wanted, but they can still come here and sweat and work out really, really hard. Right. So this, and most people, like I say, when they go and they come back, they say, man, I just, I just really needed to be here. And it's not for that physical thing. Everybody has their why. And their why isn't always to lose weight. It's not right. always to be the skinniest thing around. That's it's right. not, that's not everybody's why. Some people's why is just to make it through the day. Girl, yes. That is something to make it through the day. You're right. The day. A lot of us, when we worked out, all three of us, before you all broke off, we were the evening crew. So you think about, the majority of everyone has come from work and a, probably a stressful job or not, but it's a great unwind. I see it. I saw it as a detox because I had a very, very 
toxic work environment. Mm-hmm. Not now, but my in the dental world. Mm-hmm. And um, I hear you all talking and I hear that the gym is a sense of community. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people. It is, you know. Sometimes that's that's the place. What and, and remember the gym, not only is the gym a place where you work out, but it's where you build your confidence. Mm-hmm. It's where you're not judged. Right. And, and it should be a place where you're not judged. You know, I can't say that's everywhere. Right. But it should be a place where you're not judged. It should be a place um, where you feel safe. Right. Just for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog.